Welcome to Mom Blogging Unplugged, where we go behind the scenes on all the things that people won't tell you about this crazy mom blogging world. I'm your host, Erica. I'm a mom of two, marketing expert, blogger behind Mumbreak, and lover of all things deep fried. I think that this world of mom blogging is a bit too cagey, so I am going to bring on guests for you who will answer all the tough questions and things that people don't usually talk about. I want to help take your blog to the next level by giving you the real information without beating around the bush. Today, we are going to be talking all about Instagram growth. Because one of the most common questions that I get on Instagram is, how did you grow your following? So I thought it, Liesl, who is mummy labor nurse on Instagram, was the perfect person to talk to because I have watched her myself grow organically over the last six months by about 75,000 people on Instagram. And guys, her engagement matches her follower account. She has created an amazing community and an amazing Instagram account. And I am so excited to share this interview with you today. So guys, we have a super special guest here today. We have Liesl here, who is the creator of a really, really fantastic Instagram account that has skyrocketed <laughs> in the past, I don't know, what is it, year or even six months? No, yeah, it's it's less than that, like... I mean, I've had my Instagram for more than a year, but like the skyrocket has been, I guess it's been about six months now. It's been wild. So I have found Liesl from the very beginning and you can go find her at mummy labor nurse on Instagram. And we're going to be talking all about how she's grown her account so much in the last six months, because honestly, you are creating fantastic content. It's crazy. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So tell me a little bit about yourself before we jump in. Yeah. So my name is Liesl Teen and I am a labor and delivery nurse from Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, I have a two-year-old son and I'm married and yeah, I also have this Instagram and blog that I've been doing for a little over a year now. And like you were saying, it kind of just took off in the last six months, which is awesome. And I kind of use my platform to educate. That's my big thing is that I, I've, I've really, you know, I was into blogging at first and writing articles and educating people through words and articles, but now I'm much more like my big thing is my Instagram and I kind of use tools and pictures. Um, and I still do Instagram stories with like text and stuff, but, uh, yeah, I, I tell stories and tell, you know, and educate through my pictures on my Instagram, which is my passion now. (laughs) And so if you, ha- if you haven't already checked her out, you need to go check her out. It's, um, it's mommy.labornurse, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mo- you know, it's funny because mom at mommy labor nurse was taken, like it's just some random person. So yeah, I'm at mommy.labornurse. And so this is the really <laughs> cool thing about you that I found that really drew me to you is like you were saying, you focused on education. You really, mm-hmm. you really honed into your target audience incredibly well, but you, Thank you. you, in the last six months, you have grown from, what is it? A few thousand followers to over 80,000. Yeah. Yeah. I had, so I, I like numbers <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, and I, <laughs> and I started changing everything up on October 8th of last year. So you know, October, November, December, January. So yeah, like almost six months ago. And I had six that now you're going to, now you're, now I'm saying I like numbers. Now I'm forgetting what the, <laughs> what the actual number was, but I think it was 6,875 uh, or something like that. Um, and yeah, now I have over 
over 80. I'm, I think I'm about to hit 82 or 83. So yeah, it's been crazy. <laughs> so this is insane to me. Uh, and I'm going to talk about, I want to ask you some tips and strategies, but I yeah. want to ask you first, why Instagram? Because you've been crushing yeah. it. It's obviously something you're very passionate about based on how well you've been doing and the stuff you're yeah. creating. But what, what drew you away from blogging and to Instagram? Yeah. So I've always, you know, when I started, I started my blog almost a little over a year ago. And when you start a blog, everybody kind of says, you know, put out all the social platforms, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, you know, your blog or whatever. Um, and I've always liked Instagram. I just never really got it. And I've always just been attracted to it because I mean, I like pictures, but I really, I think, honed in on Instagram and got attracted more to Instagram and put my focus into Instagram is because it was very untapped, like for bloggers, like a lot of bloggers don't get it. Like that's a very popular, um, question that I see in all of my Facebook blogging groups that people are like, I have three, you know, 300 followers on Instagram. Like, do I even put effort into Instagram? And so many bloggers say, no, don't even worry about Instagram. It's so hard to get traffic from Instagram. And that's true. I don't get a ton of traffic. I mean, now I do if I post a link because I have so many followers and I'll get a surge of, you know, surge of traffic, but it's not a consistent, um, it's not consistent traffic like Mm -hmm. a Pinterest or a Google would be. Um, but yeah, I, I like it for, for sales and, you know, affiliate marketing, but yeah, that's really why I got so into it is because it was so like, people were just so, you know, like, what do I do with it? And there are obviously people doing well on Instagram. So I was just kind of attracted towards it in the beginning. Cause I just like the platform in general. I like stories. I like, you know, I, I, I just like it. And then I just, I just really got into it. <laughs> No, I can, I can absolutely relate because especially to the blogger groups, everybody really pushes Pinterest, right? Because you're talking about getting traffic to your website. But my philosophy is that what's the point of getting traffic to your website if you're not making any money? Yeah, exactly. Right. Like you can get, you can get a hundred thousand hits on something on your website, but if you have no way to convert them into paying money, then sales, what's the point? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And just, I think it's such a better way to, um, get information across like, like personally, you know, (laughs) like it's, I mean, somebody can read your blog post, but I feel like I'm really in tune with my viewers and I'm DMing my, my audience and like, they are commenting on my pictures. It's not, I get, I get, you know, hundreds of comments on my pictures. Maybe I get 10 comments on a blog post, maybe that, you know what I mean? It's not, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm so much more like intertwined with my audience and they know me and like my face is up there. And, you know, there are plenty of Instagram accounts that are very successful that it's not like a personality kind of behind, you know, it's just a brand or whatever. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's, I have a, such a better grasp of my audience. Um, and that, you know, you, you can, you can reach them better. So yeah, I, for me, it's been, it's, it's been very high converting. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. And you know what you're one thing I've really noticed about your account is you are so like you have a lot of engagement, you have a ton of followers, you have a ton of action on your account. Yeah. But from the outside, it very much looks as though you yourself are actually going in there replying to all the comments and all the DMs. Is that something you've consciously chosen to do? It's it's hard. Yeah. So it's it's tough, Erica, because I was doing that in the beginning and I was spending so much time on Instagram and like 
replying to all of my DMs and replying to all of my comments. And then it gets to a point where you're just, it, it, it's so tedious. You can't keep um, up. You can't keep up. Like I, I try and I try to do the best I can. And like, I, that's something that I need to work on this month is like, um, getting a better DM system set up and getting, cause like I spend way too much time responding to DMs and responding to comments. Cause it's like, it, yeah, it, there's just, there's just too many and I'm only one person and it's hard, especially with my account to have like some sort of VA because a lot of these people are asking, you know, medical, medical questions, questions, which yeah. I'm not, I'm not answering medically, you know, I'm just giving general information, but it's like, it's hard to have somebody else in there, um, as just a VA, but yeah, it's something definitely that I struggle with, but I did in the beginning. Yeah. I responded to almost every single comment and, and I, I mean, I still respond to all of my DMS unless the only DMS that I don't respond to are if somebody's asking me for money, which I have <laughs> had, <laughs> or if it's like a creep, <laughs> like, yes, you know, block <laughs> Instantly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so how many DMs would you say you're getting a day at this point with over oh 80,000 followers? I don't even know. A hundred? I don't know. Like a lot. I mean, it's very, and it's funny because a lot of people with that high of followers, like don't get that amount of DMs, but I think it's just cause I'm so active and people, and I post every day and like my account is so unique that there's not, you know, there's really not that I can't, not that I can find anybody else out there on Instagram like me. So I think people feel like they can reach out to me and like ask me, you know, Hey, my, my tailbone hurts during pregnancy. Like, what do I do? (laughs) You know? And it's like, I have to, it's tough because I have to, I, I, I can't, you know, legally, I can't like give medical advice over the internet. And people have (laughs) obstetricians and midwives for those kind of questions, right? Like it's almost like they see you and you're doing such a good job at becoming so relatable and putting yourself out there and letting know who's behind your blog. It's you, you put your face out there every day, but because of that, people feel like they're your best friend and they can ask about their sore tailbone when they could just yeah, ask their exactly, OB at the next exactly. I'm like a 24 hour nurse yeah, you know, on demand or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but it's, yeah, it's tough. I, I definitely struggle with, with responding and just feeling guilty that I'm not like getting oh, back yeah. to people or, or, you know, getting back quickly. But yeah, I would say I, I, that's something that I'm going to tackle this month. Cause I mean, it's always, it's always the 99 plus like in the request, like I could never get it under that. It's, and that, and that gives me anxiety because I'm like, I don't even know how many I have, you know? <laughs> absolutely. No, I can absolutely relate to that. I am myself. I'm an inbox zero kind of person. So yes, I, yes. I get, I'm the same. I, because I put myself out there so much on Instagram, I get like 150 to 100, 200 it's, DMs a day. It's crazy. But I'm an inbox yeah. zero person. So I have to answer them, but it's, yeah. it's not necessarily always an effective use of my time. Right. Right. But, um, so here's the question that I get all the time from people and I'm going to, I'm going to, this isn't the question I'm going to ask you, but I'm going to lead it off because this (laughs) question drives me nuts. People (laughs) always just ask me in one line. So how did you grow your following Erica? Yeah. (laughs) And to me, that's such a, it's such a big question. It's almost like asking what's the meaning of life? What have you done over the past year? What have you, like you got to this point where you now have a successful following, but it's almost like you just have a magic solution to get there. Yeah. I just, if I get that question, I mean, I don't, 
say, I, I, if it's from like a, like a weirdo, like I'll just be like, I sold my body <laughs> or something, you know, something like ridiculous. <laughs> oh my God. I need to use that. I sell drugs you know, on the just, side. That just kind of gets rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> or attracts them. Who knows? Yeah, but, true. Oh well, then you block them. <laughs> Good call. So <laughs> instead, I'd like to ask you, maybe perhaps if you could give the listeners three strategies you've taken over the past six months yeah. that you've personally found really effective that generate the right kind of growth. Because I know that there are so many different ways to grow your account. I, I know I'll see friends who they've started right. at 3,000 followers and then two weeks later they're at 30,000. Right. And eh, maybe it's not necessarily organic growth. You never right. know. Right. But you have a very organic audience. Like I've been watching yeah. you for months now and it is just naturally organically grown and your engagement has grown in relation to your following as well, which is so yeah. rare. So what three strategies would you recommend to the listeners? Yeah, no, it's great. It's been great. It's been all organic growth from, um, you know, that, that a little less than 7,000 followers. I was doing follow and follow before that and it wasn't organic and I just didn't feel good about it. But Mm -hmm. yeah, ever since then, it's just been, it's just been organic, which is great. And I'm going to say these, these three strategies and two of them I don't even do anymore. This is stuff that I was doing in the beginning to kind of get to where I am now, where I just post and people just find me because I come up on the explore page or I come up on, you know, searching and stuff. But this is kind of how a couple tapes, how like I, I was able to get there where I don't have to necessarily do this anymore. But, um, but yeah, one of the big things that I was doing in the beginning was, um, just getting shout outs on other big pages. So I would tag, I think you can tag up to like 20 accounts in each of your pictures. And so what I would do is I would go and just find, um, accounts that like big shout out accounts, you know, pregnancy or motherhood or whatever it may be, and just tag them in my pictures and they would, they would shout me out. Um, and then I would get, you know, a load of followers from that, depending on how big the page is, you know, sometimes you would get a shout out from, you know, a page that has 300,000 followers and you'd get, you know, a few hundred followers in like a few hours, which is great. Uh, sometimes, sometimes it would only be, 2000 or 3000 followers a page, but it would be like a person and you would get more follow. Like it's weird that those big shout out pages, sometimes you get less. I've noticed that sometimes you get less followers from the bigger ones and you get more followers from like just a person. Like if I shout somebody out, um, I feel like they're going to get more followers than like oh, if a yeah. big shout out page. You know what I mean? Cause it's like people, people follow like people and they trust people and they don't necessarily trust like, like just brands or page. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like different. Um, Absolutely. you're a person like, versus I, I like totally a corporate remember, brand. Yes. Yes. No, I totally remember I had, um, she's, she's like one of my Instagram friends now, but she shouted me out for the first time and she had like 30, I, we had about the same amount of followers at the same time. Like she had like 30,000 and I had like 32,000 or something. And she shouted me out and I got like 500 followers in like an hour. I was like, Oh, That's crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah, did you so, plan that ahead with her or is that no. something that she just did because she legitimately wants to share your page because you make awesome yeah. content? Yeah, no, she, I, I didn't plan. I didn't ask her. I've done a couple of those where somebody, I actually, I actually don't go out and ask people, but I've had people 
ask me and be like, Hey, our content is a little bit similar to like, do you want to trade like a shout out? And I'm like, you know, okay, I don't go out and do that. But you know, for that one, she just, I just posted something, you know, a picture that really resonated with her and she shared it in her story. And, um, and people, you know, people clicked on her story and followed me. And I think that's a really important distinction too, because it's the most annoying piece of advice you can give someone, but just creating great content that fits for your audience will eventually yep. generate traffic for you. But it's people are so focused on the numbers and yes. maybe asking for shout outs versus focusing on making content that people actually will want your, to shout out. Yes, yes, absolutely. That was actually my it's my third tip, but we'll Sorry. get to it now because <laughs> because you just started talking about it. <laughs> I just but yeah. yeah <laughs> that no you're fine no that is like the most important part of instagram or anything in general you know just creating um change your account to better suit your audience you know like it it, if you are get constantly getting these shout outs and tagging these accounts and they're shouting you out but then they go back to your page and you don't have a good account you don't have a clear account you're not going to convert and you're not going to get followers. So yeah, that is like the best. And I know that sounds, it's like weird, but yeah, just ask your audience what they need and then change your account. So it's very clear what your account is about and how you're help, you know, help, help your audience. Um, that is like number one, you know, what you need to do because you're not, yeah, it's not your, your, your followers are not going to convert if you have you know, a crappy account that's unclear. And I, I've just seen that in, in my followers, you know, in the beginning when I was just implementing changes, um, to the way that I do things now, I wasn't getting, you know, it's been exponential for social reasons. Now it's easier, you know, it, it, it's, people want to follow somebody with 80,000 followers versus somebody with 8,000 followers. That's mm-hmm. just, you know, that's just the way that it There's is. There's some credit added layer of credibility yeah. to it, right. especially right, right, in right. the field that you're in. Right. But it's also that when people go to my page, it, you have to scroll down pretty far to see like what my, what my pictures were before when they were like kind of not so aligned, you know? So it's like before when I was just kind of implementing, it wasn't, you know, I don't, I didn't have very many, so it just took a little bit of time for my account to like mature, I guess. So how did you decide on the direction that you wanted to take? Because especially in the mom blogging space specifically, unless you yeah. have a specific, you have a specific skill set, but you've obviously yeah. niched it down a lot as well. How did you go about niching down to the point where you wanted to have that consistent identity on your page? Yeah, I think I just realized that nobody else was doing it and I think that goes for anything in business. If you feel like you have an idea that nobody else has and like, you feel like it's gold, like do it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Why hold back? I I felt like nobody else was doing it. And I was like, I have the capability to do this because I have a little, my, my dad was like a professional photographer in the nineties. So he has like a little white backdrop. Um, at my parents' house, I go over there every week and take all my pictures. And I was like, I have little, things that I can use. And it's funny because I, once I got the idea, like things just, I I was like up all night, just like writing on my foot. Like I kept rolling over and be like, Oh, I'm going to do that picture. Oh, I'm going to do that picture. It's just things like just kept, you know, coming. Um, and yeah, I think, I mean, I think really just that nobody else was doing it. And I was like, I I have the capability to do this. Like I want to do it. (laughs) 
Oh, it's genius. I love your account so much. And it's, thank you. It's different from the perspective of you're providing value, but in a very eye catching way, because I feel like Instagram for so long was this vision of perfection where you had these carefully curated feeds and your, your feed is still intentional, but you're not so worried about the perfection. You're worried about the value and the education and the consistency that you're bringing to your audience. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I was going to say my, um, I don't know if we move it on to the next question, but my third, my third one, I, it was just very quick, <laughs> um, was one thing that I was doing in the beginning that I don't do necessarily as much anymore, but I was like commenting a lot too, especially on other people's pictures and on, um, I would search like the top hashtag, like, you know, hashtag pregnancy or hashtag birth educate, you know, whatever. Um, and I would just comment on those pictures And it's funny, like I would get so many, I would do that every night before I went to bed and I would always wake up with like a handful of followers just from people liking those comments. Cause they, cause it's, it's weird. Cause when people follow those hashtags, you know, they see them come up in their feed and then you only see a handful of comments, but it, it, it's, it's weird how that works. Like just commenting on other parts of Instagram and people will just kind of like organically follow you. No, and that makes sense too. As well, Instagram rewards you for actions like that, right? If you're getting into the app and you're doing what Instagram wants you to do, it rewards you organically for it. Now, that actually ties really nicely into my next question because I really want to know what kind of tools you're using because you mentioned that you, every night before bed, you're commenting on hashtags. Are you actually getting in the app itself to doing that or are you using a third-party tool? Yeah, no, I, I actually get into the app and do that. I don't do, I don't do that necessarily as much anymore, but I was doing that in the beginning. Um, but no, my, I don't use any third party app. The only third party app I use is like my scheduler, um, that I just, I just have my, my put and and it's called, you know, it's U N U M. And I like that one. There's a few of them that you can use, but, um, I use that one just to, just to plan my feed, just so I know, you know, Monday I'm posting this, Tuesday I'm posting this, Wednesday I'm posting this. Um, so I like that one. And then a couple other tools that I use for my pictures. And I honestly, I do all of my editing, like on my phone. It's so easy. Me too. Well, because the thing is how often as a mom, do you have time to sit at a desktop and do fancy editing? You just don't, you need to find things that work for your life. Do it in the car when the kid, Yes. Fit it in. Yes. No, it's so easy. Like I, so my editing, I, I take my pictures and then for my camera, it can, you know, just go to my phone. Um, it's like Wi-Fi or whatever, you know, just easily can go to my phone. And then I edit them in in Lightroom mobile, which is just Mm -hmm. like a free app, (laughs) you know, like you have to pay for a Lightroom desktop, but I just use the free, you know, Lightroom mobile. Um, and then what I do is I use this app called layout on a lot of my pictures. And that is just a side by side. Like you can make two or four or six, you know, you know, put your pictures in like two or four little six, um, pictures within that square picture. And then I also use, um, Canva and that Mm -hmm. one is just to put like text and stuff on my pictures. And that's really, and then after that I upload it to my scheduler and then I, and then from there I upload it to Instagram. And then I usually use, my notes app on my iPhone just to write my caption. Um, but then I also, this isn't an app, but it's just like a little website that I use to, I write my caption in notes and you know how, um, whenever 
you post something on Instagram, like all the line breaks are always mm-hmm. crazy. And I, I like, I hate that. <laughs> so I, I found this app. It's called apps for life host. Um, it looks legit, but I put my caption in there every single time <laughs> and it comes out perfectly. So <laughs> that's on an app. It's just like a little website that I use. Can you say the website again? Yeah. Hold on. Let me find it. It's called, it's called apps for lifehost.com. Perfect. I like a ton of people use it and it's four is like the number. It's like apps for life. Right. Host. Of course. <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny. Like it works. I, 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 um, when I was in, before I kind of started making changes to my Instagram, I heard about it because people were talking about it in some of the blogging groups that I was like, people were, that's a common question. Like, how do you get your Instagram, Mm -hmm. you know, perfect, like the line breaks or whatever. And first of all, Instagram, like that's annoying. (laughs) Like Like, why, why, (laughs) you know, but, um, but yeah, I, somebody somebody said that, and I see that I see that website pop up all the time on um, on on that question. So I mean, it's a legit. I mean, I don't think it's going to break your. It, it, you don't have to log into Instagram or anything. It's not like a. It's not a third party app. It's just like a website. You just put your caption in there, and it's not. You know, you don't put your username or anything. So it's. I, I see no no harm. You know, in it. Well, and that's interesting too, right? So this kind of leads into a different point of you just mentioned putting your um, Instagram account credentials into something. So I know that there's so much chatter these days about how much the use of third-party apps actually affects the reach and um, your engagement on Instagram. Have you, and you're not using a lot of third-party apps, so you might be a really good case study for that being the case, but have you heard of uh, that being the case with some of your other friends and mom bloggers? Yeah, no, that's very common in like one girl that I follow. She just got hacked and she lost like her whole account. She had like 16,000 <gasps> followers and it's like, oh my God, so sad. <laughs> that's the worst thing ever. Yeah. But a lot of them are just those stupid. And I was using these apps, um, before I started making changes is a lot of those apps that you see who's, um, unfollowing you is that it's a third party app and they can hack into your account and, you know, shut down your account. Um, yeah, no, I, the only one that I use is Unum and it's, you know, you put on your little two, two way factor author, you know, that thing, that button. Um, but yeah, I, I say no, like try not to use any of those where, where you put your Instagram username and password because it's so scary. Like, oh my gosh, if my account got like hacked, it would be the worst thing. <laughs> oh man. I, you know what? It's true because I mean, we always talk about trying to create and create content through different channels so that if that yeah. happened, you wouldn't be kind of shit out yeah. of luck, but you yeah. get so, you get such a personal relationship with some of these social media platforms and it becomes yeah. such a part of your daily life. Right. And I know you're the same as me. I'm in Instagram every day, almost yeah. all day. And I don't, it'd be, I'd be sad. <laughs> I, I know. I would be it. very sad. I mean, that's, that's one of the reasons that I started my email list too, is because, you know, what if something happens and I kind of do, do just weekly emails. Um, I take one of my, one of my old pictures and I just kind of elaborate on it. And I kind of tell the behind the scenes, like how I took the picture and stuff. Um, and I have a, I have a good amount of email subscribers, but I mean, it's not 80,000, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh yeah, no. Okay. So this is great. So I want to 
ask you one last question before we wrap things up. If, and this is going to be that catch all question. (laughs) If you had to just pick one tip for a mom blogger who is starting out thinking about starting a blog who has maybe less than a thousand followers and are feeling a little bit stuck in terms of engagement, what's the one thing that they could do this week to make changes to their account? Yeah, I would say the one thing is pull your audience. You know, that's what I did in the beginning is I, I specifically asked my audience what they wanted from me. Even if your audience is 300 people, you know, those there's, you're going to have a few responses. Um, so that is definitely one thing that you can do regardless of how many followers you have is just pull your audience and ask them exactly what they want to see from you. Because that is something that people struggle with so much is that they feel like they're being pulled in all different directions. They feel like they don't know what they want to post about. Um, and that's going to help you really niche down is if you know exactly what your audience wants from you. And when I did that, people were saying, you know, we want, you're a labor and delivery nurse. We want labor and delivery stuff, you know, like I was posting stuff about my son or stuff about mom life and stuff. And people were like, we want, you know, pregnancy. And it's like, oh my gosh, like, I feel like somebody just whacked me in the head with a frying pan. Like, hello, that's what I need to be doing. Um, so yeah, that is, that is definitely my first tip is just, uh, that will at least give you a vision of what, of what you want to do with your account. And then it's just about getting creative. And that's what I did is I just kind of got creative and I was like, okay, now that I know what my audience want, what my audience wants, um, what am I going to do about it? And then it's just, yeah. And then it just, you get excited and you're like, okay, how am I going to, you know, how am I going to do this? So yeah, pull your audience. That is my tip. (laughs) That's such a great tip. And I think that you made a really, really good point about how you were sharing everything and you don't need to share everything. Like if you're only talking labor and delivery stuff, there's a lot of stuff going in your life that doesn't involve labor and delivery, but you can just share it casually in stories or share it on another Instagram account. It's, it's not like because it's happening in your life, you need to be sharing it with the world because that's also confusing to an audience as well. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's kind of what I do now is I have, I have my son in, um, in my stories, like he'll show up kind of in my stories or I'll sometimes talk about my day. I mean, I'm very niche down. Like I, I do mostly just my niche, but yeah, every once in a while I'll have kind of, kind of other stuff in there. But yeah, I think that's, that's a perfect way to do it is to kind of, you know, keep your feed one thing and then, you know, get a little bit more personal in your stories. Amazing. So what I've also seen from you in the last, um, month, I think it is maybe two months is that you've also expanded outside of Instagram and you've taken a big step in your business and you've actually launched a course. I have. Yeah. I would love to hear a little bit more about it. (laughs) Yeah. So I kind of realized that I was doing all of this, uh, education on Instagram and in my blog and I could just kind of wrap it all together in a course, um, and make a course. And so my course is, it's a birth, it's a birth course. It's right. The one that I have right now is more tailored towards moms who, um, want to go natural and like not get epidurals. And, um, it can be for first time moms or second time mom or I had, I have fourth and fifth time moms in there. Like it can be for anybody. It's probably most tailored to, to our first time mom, but, um, yeah, it's just a birth course. Uh, and I kind of really, my whole passion behind it was that there are other birth courses out there. 
um, in internet land, but they are hundreds of dollars. And I was like, you know what? I, cause I was selling those courses. Like those were my courses on my blog. Um, as your affiliate I wasn't links, getting yeah. sales. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wasn't getting sales because they're too expensive. And it's like, why, especially for this information. And it's so important, you know, I feel that this information that I'm providing, like, why am I putting this like hundred or three? I mean, I just saw one the other day for like four ninety nine for a birth course. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like, you know, who can afford that? Uh, so I, so that was my whole thing that I wanted to make a birth course, but I wanted to make it affordable for my audience. Um, because, you know, I think it's, I think it's such important information and I didn't want to be, I didn't want this information to just be accessible to people who can spend, you know, $300 on a birth course. Like I wanted somebody that only had, you know, 30 bucks to spend, they could spend it, you know, to get some information about their upcoming birth. And like, who wants to spend that if you're, you know, you're about to have a baby, like, and babies are so dang expensive. (laughs) There's so So, much stuff you need. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) And especially in the States too, like so expensive having a kid down there in Canada, everything's free. Like just to have the baby, you guys, like I get to walk to the hospital. I don't have to pay for a bill and I leave (laughs) with a kid and no debt. (laughs) Right. It's ridiculous. Like the hospital, my hospital bill was ridiculous. Um, so yeah, so that was my whole thing is like, I'm like, okay, I'm doing all this stuff on Instagram. I, I had people direct message me and be like, can you write a book or like, can you, you know, put out a course or something. So I just really got into it. And, um, I made the decision that I wanted to do it by my, my like blog anniversary, which was February 5th. Uh, so I really just like, you know, got at it and it probably took me, probably took me two months total to do it, which is kind of crazy. Cause I spent so much dang time <laughs> in the two months. You're also um, still working during this time yeah. and still yep. a mom to a fun little toddler. Yeah. So, yes, exactly. Impressive. It, was t- it was tough times like that, that probably that month before was the hardest I was working. Um, and yeah, my life was so stressful <laughs> and now it's better. Cause like my course is out and I just have to really just promote it. Um, but yeah, it's great. I, I mean, I have, I've sold a, a ton of them so far. People love it. I've gotten like a lot of positive reviews. I just actually, it's funny, Erica, I just was like Googling, you know how you Google your name every once in a while. Yes. <laughs> and I was just Googling my, my name and I Googled mommy laborers and like, I'm a Reddit thread. <gasps> like I showed up on Reddit. Like somebody was like, has anybody ever taken the mommy labor nurse, uh, birthing made course? It in the I, world. Had a, <laughs> I had a few people comment like, yeah, it's great. I was like, Oh my God, that's like life goals right there. <laughs> Amazing. You know, you've made it when you become a Reddit thread. I know. Right. (laughs) So how can people find your course? And actually you're talking about the price point. What is it priced at? Yeah. So right now it's $39 for full price, you know, no discounts. I always have just a outstanding code, um, on my Instagram. If you follow me, you can get 10% off. Um, I have a, like a little, my, my bio link is like, like you can get 10% off. And then every Sunday, what I do as I do, um, like a Q and a, and I always leave it at the end where you can get like an extra discount. So you can get it for like 20% off at the end. Uh, 
and then eventually, I'm sure throughout the year, I'll run sales too, where it'll be a little bit discounted. But yeah, usually you can at least either get it for 10 or 20% off. So, you know, less than 40 bucks, like between 30 and 40 bucks, you can get it for. It's very affordable to compared to yeah. the 499 course that you Crazy. found. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. And you know what? I, I haven't actually been in your course because I am fully done having children. Yeah. <laughs> it I, it's fine. I am. <laughs> no offense taken. <laughs> done. But I can imagine what it's like in the course, given the amount of content and the the high quality of content that you're putting out on just Instagram. Like you're giving away free, awesome content. Yeah. So if you guys are looking for a course, you're thinking about natural delivery, or you want to just get any knowledge about birth and delivery, that's a really good price point. Thank you. Yeah. And it's good. And I was going to say, it's good for really anybody. Um, because I've had so many people, I can't tell you the amount of people that have messaged me that were like, I was planning on getting an epidural, but I took your course and my labor went so fast that I couldn't get an epidural. And I was so glad that I took it, that I knew what to do. Um, it, you know, cause I didn't have time for an epidural and I'm very in there. Like we talk about epidurals and we talk about C-sections, like I'm very not like anti epidural or anti C section, like a lot. That's that's another thing that I noticed with especially the natural birth courses is that they're very like pro natural delivery, but like anti epidural. We and like I think it's super important to talk about epidurals and C sections because like you can't birth is something I, I know this very well that you can't. A lot of times you can't control. You know, like things happen. So like, why am I gonna? sit here and preach like pro, you know, and don't get epidurals, don't get epidurals when like, that's going to make somebody feel so bad if they take my course and they wind up getting an epidural. You know, I want them to be at least educated on the procedure and like what to know and the side effects and the benefits and all that good stuff. So yeah, very, very not anti, like it's, it's really for anybody. Um, but it's tailored more to somebody who's like trying to go natural. But with that said, I am coming out with another one in a few months that it's going to be very, very similar to my course that I already have, but it's going to be more towards moms who plan on getting an up, planning on getting epidurals. I'm really, it's going to be pretty much the same information. I'm just going to redo the videos and teach stuff a little bit differently. So that'll be just when somebody goes to my sales page, they can be like, okay, you know, <laughs> what's the plan here? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's so funny because I had every intention of having an epidural for my first, but again, there wasn't time and I had, yeah. had not prepared at all to have a natural yeah. birth and I was not prepared for what to expect. And it was quite yeah. shocking yeah. considering sure. I had planned to be completely drugged up and sedated and yeah. was not. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, okay. So that's great. So where can they find a little bit more about the course or about you? How can people find you online? Yeah. So I obviously am at mommy.laborenurse on Instagram. That's definitely where I'm most active, obviously. Um, my blog is in the process of changing domains, so I'm not going to drop my blog right now. Um, but that, but I do have links, you know, to my blog in within my Instagram. Um, but yeah, and then my course is, I believe it's mommylabornurse.teachable.com. And that's just, that's just my sales page. And you can kind of learn about my course and, and get my course. Amazing. Well, thank you so, so, so much for joining me. I yeah. have loved following you on Instagram and I hope that people who are listening right now can start to take some of your advice because I've seen firsthand the genuine and real and organic growth that you've had over the past six months. And it's been very cool to watch. So, um, uh, thank you. Well, thank you so much yeah. for joining me. Yeah. Thank you, Erica. Thanks for having me. I've had a lot of fun. <laughs>
Thank you for joining me this week on Mom Blogging Unplugged. Make sure to visit my website, mumbreak.ca, where you can subscribe to the show and check out the show notes from today's interview. If you liked today's episode, I would love for you to pop onto iTunes and let me know what you think in a review or just tell a friend about the show. You can also follow me on Instagram at mum.break or mumbloggerunplugged. Have a great day.